Welcome to the Global Missions, Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Richard Holt. Uh, It's a tremendous thing, the uh, working of the uh, Spirit of the Lord in the hearts and lives of his people. Uh, There's no place for us to kind of stand still when the Lord is is moving in our midst. He is continually adding to us. He is continually taking us from where we are to the place that he has set for us to enter into, which is that full stature of maturity in him. And we're thankful to the Lord this morning for that. And we expect, you know, as the over the years, the Lord has uh, gathered us together in these uh, camp meetings. This is not the only way that the Lord works in our midst, but it is one uh, time when we meet together that we are ministered to uh, by the multi-membered body in a very real way. And we expect that as we meet during this week, that we will be taking some steps forward in the things that the Lord has set before us. There's no point in us ever longing and ever hoping. We need to be walking. (laughs) We need to be walking and entering in. Praise God. And that is the way that the Spirit of the Lord uh, is is working among us. He speaks to our heart that way. Uh, there are times, and maybe uh, you've had similar experiences, where uh, you feel like, boy, you know, uh, the uh, the road ahead looks pretty difficult. Or maybe uh, the road that uh, the things that we're involved in right now, I, they look pretty hard to bear. And the Spirit of the Lord will never leave us there. He will come and say, you know, this is the way, this is the way, walk ye in it. And he meets us where we are. And we expect that. We expect when we are here for these uh, camp meetings that the Spirit of the Lord who is present among us uh, will take us those steps forward. Praise God. I don't know, we had the the time of uh, fasting and prayer prior to the camp, and it was different. It was different. Uh, I don't know if if you uh, felt the same thing. I I mentioned that to a couple, and they said, yeah, they they felt that way. But uh, it just seemed that the Lord was close during that time. The presence of his spirit was close. Uh, in times past, maybe I shouldn't admit this, but <clears throat> there have been times when we have gone through fasting and prayer when <clears throat> it's a struggle. You look, you look for the end <laughs> of that period of time to be over and hope that the Lord has accomplished something in it because you don't feel very, uh, I don't know what you would say, you don't feel very strong, you don't feel very uplifted at the time. <clears throat> and you expect that the Lord is is working things that we're unaware of. But it was different this time. It was different this time. It wasn't difficult uh, to set aside time and wait on the Lord in prayer and feel the presence and the anointing of his spirit. And somehow it, it plants within our heart 
that anticipation that he is moving us ever on into those uh, things that he has for us. And, uh, you know, we uh, have had prayer requests here this morning, and and, uh, we bring them before the Lord. And there needs to be within our heart a solid, unshakable confidence that the Spirit of the Lord will meet those needs. Praise God. There is nothing that I can do in myself to kind of make that happen. But you let the anointing of his spirit begin to rest upon you. You let the presence of the Lord begin to fill us to a greater extent. Let him open our eyes and let let us see uh, the things uh, that he is is telling us. And let us be able to uh, somehow lay hold on the truth that he has set before us, and we will begin to realize, we will begin to recognize that this vessel uh, makes no contribution to that. He has done all of the work. It remains for us to open our hearts and lives to the extent where somehow those things just reach out and and move and enter and 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 break the yokes and break the bonds and, and set the captives free, minister his word, somehow minister that, that word of life to his people so that we enter in uh, to an extent that we have not experienced before. Somehow you can't help but feel that now is the time. Now is the time. During this camp meeting, let the Spirit of the Lord move upon us Uh, to an extent that we have not experienced before. We have had some tremendous camp meetings. We have had some tremendous experiences. And they have imparted something unto us. May the, the Lord take us from where we are unto that next step, a deeper walk and a closer walk in Him. We have just begun. We have just begun. We have not reached the place that the Lord has in store for us. Not yet. (laughs) Not by quite a ways, I'm sure. But he is moving us forward. Praise God. You know, we rejoice, and I I have always rejoiced uh, to hear the brethren speak about the tremendous moving of the Spirit in 1948. That was uh, something that I wish that... uh, I would have had a personal experience of. I can remember my father speaking about this, and my father was no no singer by any means. But I, I remember him saying that when he was uh, coming to one of the camp meetings in the 1948-49 time period, there was tremendous singing in the spirit. Brother Wanigus, I'm sure, could, some of these other brethren can uh, tell you about that. I can remember my my father saying his experience that he he came to the door of the camp meeting. The anointing of the Spirit was resting on the camp. And there was that tremendous heavenly choir that we have heard about. And he stepped into the the meeting and he said he had one note to sing. (laughs) He was no singer, but he sang that one note and it fit right in with that flow of the anointing of the Spirit. But we cannot live 
in those days. Let the Spirit of the Lord open up for us today an even greater measure. Somehow let the very, uh, uh, those gates and those, those uh, doors be open uh, to a measure and to an extent that we have not yet experienced. May all of these things somehow in the uh, presence of the Spirit of the Lord just fit together and flow together and cause us to find our place in Him. Praise God. He, he has done the work. It remains for us to enter into it. There's a tremendous uh, peace about that. There's a tremendous uh, rest in that, knowing that the one that is leading us has already entered into that. He has already entered into life. He has already entered into those realms of the Spirit. And he is taking us step by step, line upon line and precept upon precept, right into those very same realms. It will not stop because he is leading us. Praise God. And the time this morning is uh, a little bit short, so I'll have to be brief. And But there's just a few scriptures, just uh, looking to the Lord concerning his mind uh, for these meetings. And we have uh, certainly appreciated, even up to now, his presence. Brother uh, Wanigus was mentioning about the, the meetings that we had prior to uh, coming, prior to the start of the camp. And we felt the anointing of the Spirit in those meetings. You could, you could sense that the Spirit of the Lord was leading the way. You know, ordinary things are discussed, and out of it, the direction of the Spirit comes forth. <laughs> That's a tremendous thing. It's a tremendous thing. But it be, it's because He is leading us. He is with us. He is moving us forward. Just in looking to the Lord concerning the, the camp meeting, I just have felt it on my heart a little bit to just touch in a very simple way and, and perhaps a fairly brief way this morning the things that have been done for us, what Jesus Christ has done for us. You know, we think that, that we have done a lot, but really we haven't. <laughs> he has done it all. He has done it all. Praise God. And I, there are just some thoughts along that line this morning. If we could just briefly touch on a few points, and there may not be time to uh, cover all of the points. And I, You know, you find when you begin to think along these lines that, well, there's this too, <laughs> and there's this too. And you know, there's everywhere you look, the Spirit of the Lord has, has done the work. But I'd just like to mention, and maybe just, just for the sake of... Uh, Starting at a, at a beginning for most of us. Our experience in, in walking, uh, by the leading of the Spirit began with the step of salvation in our life. And for, uh, I think all of us, having had that experience, realized that when we came to the Lord, we came empty and undone, broken, without anything, 
And he accepted us and did something in our life that transformed us and changed us. I know that was my personal experience. When that happened, my life was changed by it. Uh, you, you come with all of your, uh, uh, I don't know what to say, you realize your great need of his hand upon your life and he accepts you and a tremendous change takes place in your life. He accepts you and brings you into the family and you know you belong. And I have read uh, a number of accounts and I'm sure uh, there are many here that have done the same, but different ones in different circumstances. How that touch of the Spirit of the Lord on their life, uh, when they gave their heart and their life to the Lord, how their life was transformed by that. And you can read accounts of people in, in various circumstances. And they were taken from whatever circumstance they were in, and their life was changed and transformed to be able to walk with the Lord from that point on. It didn't matter. It didn't matter what, what their situation was. I, I think I mentioned to you before about some of the uh, 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 things that have, have taken place. In the, uh, I remember reading a while ago about a, a man that did <clears throat> some work in the, uh, I think it was in uh, Chicago area, but uh, running a mission. And he, he just gave the account of different ones. And the tremendous transforming power of the blood. You know, we were singing about that this morning. But that is not, those are not just words. That is not just a song. That is the power of the Spirit of the Lord to save someone that is lost and cause them to enter into those eternal realms of his kingdom. That's his power. He has done that work. I appreciated what Brother Persaud said this morning in praying. It wasn't the nails that held Jesus on the cross. It was his love for us. It was necessary. And that road opened the door for us uh, to be able to enter into those realms. And he has done that for us. I'd just like to read this morning um, in John 1 and 29. John the Baptist was uh, speaking here. So the next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, saith, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. (laughs) That's a very brief statement, but what a statement. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. There was that sacrifice given that would remove sin from off the earth. Praise God. He has done that for us. And also, if we could just read in Isaiah 53 and verse 6. It says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one from his own way. And the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. 
He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as sheep before the shears is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. And you can read the account uh, there uh, when at the time of the crucifixion. As this passage of scripture was being fulfilled, <laughs> nothing to do with uh, uh, um, uh, sort of the the uh, Roman government, but it had everything to do with the plan and purpose of the Spirit of the Lord. And the man that was uh, responsible for passing judgment, the the Roman. Um, Pontius Pilate, whatever his uh, position was, couldn't believe that this man, with all of these accusations, would not defend himself. <laughs> he just he just stood there quietly as all of these things were being said about him and against him, that this scripture would be fulfilled. <laughs> Those things would be fulfilled as a, a sheep, as a lamb to the slaughter. Never said a word, just let it be fulfilled in his life. And the thing that that has just kind of come to mind in all of these things, you know, it it was a a different scenario. I was just reading last night, too, about the the Passover time, you know, when when Israel was leaving uh, uh, Egypt, and they put the blood on the, the doorpost and on the lintel, and that, that lamb was sacrificed for that covering and that protection. At that time, Moses gave the instructions that that should be done. And it was done, and the people were protected during that time. But the thing that was different here, and the thing that just seems to kind of stand out a little bit this time, Jesus wasn't saying to us, well, you should do this. You know, to cover your sins, you should be doing this. But he himself sacrificed himself for us. He became that sacrifice for us. He yielded to that so that we could enter in. And somehow it just seemed like when we were waiting on the Lord in this this past time of fasting and prayer, that connection there, that relationship there, but the one that made that sacrifice for us is getting deeper and closer. Praise God. It's not, not far off, but right at hand, right here. Praise God. Just like to mention also, uh, if we can turn in John 14 and 6. Maybe starting in the first verse. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Where I am... There ye may be also, and where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not where thou goest, and how can we know the way? 
Jesus was about to be taken away from them. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm going away and I'm going to prepare a place. But you know the way. <laughs> you know the place. You know the way. And uh, Thomas said, well, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. We don't know where you're going. And we don't know the way. And Jesus answered him. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Somehow that that just seemed to stand out as well. We don't need to be searching here and there to know the way that the Spirit of the Lord is leading. He is the way. He is the way. As we open our, our heart and our life to a greater extent and he enters in, that relationship begins to come what it ought to be. That way of the Lord becomes a clearer and brighter way. We have that relationship with him. As he is leading, he is uh, opening that way before us. Praise God. I, you know, just uh, thinking about this, the way that the Spirit of the Lord uh, works in our life. Uh, and as it says, he is, he is like the shepherd that just simply goes with us and before us, and we walk with him. Praise God. It's not as though he, he sends down instructions that, He wants us to do this, but he just walks with us. Praise God. He he has opened that way, and he is leading in such a way that we just walk with him. Praise God. I wonder if we could also just turn to John 15. I know this is very familiar. And verse 5 that I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For, for without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. In this is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, and so shall ye be my disciples. He's talking to us about that, uh, our place in him, where he is the vine. Our responsibility is to simply remain connected to that source. He has done all the other things that are required. We don't need to worry about how this is going to be accomplished or how this is going to be overcome. That connection remaining in the vine, somehow flowing out to the branches, will accomplish what needs to be accomplished. Praise God. He has done all all that is required uh, in that uh, respect. And our place is to uh, let the Spirit of the Lord feed our heart. And let, let the Spirit of the Lord impart unto us that, uh, that flow of his Spirit. So that when he uh, uh, lays upon us the things that are before us, uh, we are not empty and we are not unable. But that life 
that has its source in the vine flows out to the branches and we are able to perform and to do the things that he has set before us. And somehow the, uh, the Spirit of the Lord has been uh, speaking to our hearts about the need for us to somehow arise and fulfill our place in him. And as that uh, flow of the anointing of his Spirit uh, flows out to the branches, somehow let us arise and find our place and let that, let that life that comes from the vine flow out and minister to wherever the Spirit of the Lord would have. Yeah. Praise God. I appreciated so much, uh, I think it was last camp, uh, the song that uh, Brother Haney uh, brought, Brother Joe and uh, Steve uh, sang here at, la- uh, at camp about the bread of life. <clears throat> but there is so much truth in that. He said, you know, uh, I am the bread of life, and I am living in you. Take that bread. (laughs) Take those things that are resident in you and feed and minister and impart unto those where it is needed. Praise God. We have in ourselves nothing to contribute to that. We, we have no um, place where our own works and our own efforts can contribute to what the Spirit of the Lord desires to accomplish. Our place is to let walk where the, that connection to the vine can flow in and then flow out and genuinely meet the needs. Praise God. Praise God. I have appreciated uh, so often, you know, we meet together in our local churches and uh, different ones will minister. And having that genuine touch of the Spirit of the Lord reach out and speak those words that have their source in him that feeds his people, praise God, and touches and, and meets the need. There's just one scripture in Revelations I'd like to read this morning. And maybe there's many areas here, but maybe this will just close with this. Our time is drawing close here. Revelations 22 and 17. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Let him that heareth say, Come. Let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him come to the waters of life freely. And it was kind of that waters of life freely that just seemed to stand out. There is no uh, restriction on that flow. And and it, it has seemed in, in the, the time of fasting and prayer, this time, that that flow, that flow of those waters of life was beginning to flow more freely than we've experienced before. But somehow you can't help but feel that it is there. 
It is right there for us to just step into, enter into, and partake of. It says, whosoever will. You know, sometimes we come before the Lord and and uh, we feel, uh, our own feelings are that he's far off somewhere. I don't know if you've ever felt that. But you don't need to spend a great deal of time just waiting on the Lord before that seems to dispel. And you realize he's not somewhere far off. He is right here. He is right here. And he is here today. He's here with us today to somehow open up unto us a measure that we have not partaken of before. Perhaps we were not aware that we even could partake of. He is there to open up uh, those uh, that flow that will pour out and meet those needs and cause us to enter into those realms of the Spirit that our heart longs, longs to enter into. Praise God. Praise God. There are other areas that the Lord has uh, done the work for us. Uh, he mentions about the resurrection. He mentions about his word. Many different things that the Spirit of the Lord has done for us. The source of healing. He's a place of refuge. He's the foundation. <laughs> He's a, he is, his house is built uh, upon that foundation. And that, that's a very real thing. It's a very true situation, the way we are today. The foundation that the Lord has set for us is, is his doing. He says upon this rock he would build his church. And it's true. Uh, that is what he has done for us today. And we have seen uh, sometimes when uh, different uh, opposition comes along, when different uh, things spring up and, and uh, come against the work of the Lord, we have seen that that foundation stands true because it's built upon that rock that is he himself that cannot be moved. Praise God. Praise God. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.